But on the other end, you cannot take anything for granted. Because if you become complacent, and if you think you have succeed, then you're in trouble. Welcome to JMPS. You're here today because you want to learn, you want to be inspired, and you want to feel empowered. What better way to do so than to get first-hand insights from professionals who once sat in your seats and stood in your shoes. Today's guest is an individual who got his bachelor's degree from communications from the University of Ottawa. He began his career as a journalist and he became the communications director for the Fédération de la Caisse Populaire. In 1981, he became the CEO of Burston Merceller, one of the largest PR firms. And a few years later, he held executive positions at National Public Relations. And later, he became the CEO of Group TVA. For nearly two decades, he serves as the president and CEO of Sœur du Soleil, where he is responsible for the company's global strategy, financial growth, and the integrity of its culture and values. He is also a co-founder of the annual C2 Montreal Conference, is a board member for the Canadian Film Centre, Sidley, and even the Montreal Canadiens Heart Institute. Over the course of his career, he has received three honorary doctorates from the University of Ottawa, McGill University, and the University of Quebec as well as the Governor General's Innovation Award, which is the highest and most respected honor in Canada. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you a leader, a visionary, Mr. Daniel Lamont. Thank you so much for taking your time to help me out today. Thank you for visiting me. All right, so as I mentioned in my introduction, you got your degree in communications and you also worked uh, in communications as well. Uh, and then at a point in your career, you made the switch to join Sorte Soleil. How did that all happen and why did you decide to leave uh, your company that you're working at to join the circus. In in reality, it uh, it it was a normal progression for me because when I was at uh, National Public Relation, uh, some of my clients were in the media business. And when you're saying business uh, media business, you mean entertainment because program and and and, and artists are obviously you know the, the heart and soul of, of whatever you do in the media business. So when I moved from um, National to this uh, media outlet, TVA, that was a great opportunity for us to get closer to the entertainment world. And that's when I started uh, to see Guy La Liberté, the owner of Cirque du Soleil, mm -hmm. on a regular basis because we were producing a TV series for Cirque du Soleil. And that's how I got my entry here. And uh, to my surprise, I end up uh, joining the circus. That's amazing. So, what what would what do you think? What what are some of the traits that uh, Mr. Laliberte saw in you that he wanted you on the team? Uh, when I joined uh, TVA, uh, I made a lot of public statements uh, when I was talking about the strategy of our uh, you know TV network. That one day I would hope to become an international producer of TV content. And that was one of my objectives, and I, I, start, I started to, you know, travel the world and try to create some association. And when Guy saw that statement, he was looking for someone to replace his partner because he had just bought back his, uh, his, his partner. And he called me and he says, Danielle, you know, you're talking about international. And he says, it will take you 20, 30 years before TVA start to scratch the surface of, of producing internationally. He says, at Cirque, we are international, so why don't you join us? And the rest is history. <laughs> it's, it's, it's such a nice story. But so when you joined Cirque Soleil, were you scared? Or were like, was there like a feeling of, 
you know, I feel that whenever, anytime you make a switch into a new role, you're always that scared, like, am I qualified enough to handle such a big role? And were you, were you, were you scared at some point? Uh, the reality is, I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I, I just wanted to dive and try it. And uh, I remember saying to Guy, oh, you see, I'm a very quick learner, and I know this business, and, but I didn't know. The reality <laughs> is, I have no idea. And, and, and it took me a while to understand uh, this industry because unlike any other companies, normally you join a company. That company is in an industry. And then you have a lot of references, a lot of benchmark, and then you're able in a quick period of time to learn about the industry you're in. Cirque du Soleil, there is no comparable. There is no benchmark. You, you, you just have to learn Cirque du Soleil because what we are doing even 35 years ago is still so unique that there is only one way to work at Cirque is to learn from Cirque. So like the university is Cirque du Soleil University. That's correct, that's correct. And uh, it's, it's tough because whomever joins Cirque, uh, whatever the background is, everybody's saying the same thing. Oh, you'll see, ah, you know, I know. And uh, I've seen some very brilliant people coming from, you know, McKinsey and Bain and, you know, amazing firm joining us and then realizing after a few weeks that, oh my God, this is very, very different. This is very special. And I have to be humble and I have to learn. And mm. that's the process you have to go through when you join Cirque du Soleil. So um, you also play an extremely important role here at Cirque du Soleil. What's your leadership style? Because you manage there's about 5,000 employees, around 1,300 artists. How do you manage all of Like, What's your leadership style? Yeah. First of all, I like to consult, you know, because I always <clears throat> feel that, you know, you have more chances to win if you have the opportunity to bring your team together. So the first phase, I will, I will, you know, consult people. If we have an issue, I will listen to people in order to process my own mind and come to grip with the decision that makes sense. But I don't want to be a one-man show. I, I want this to be, to be a team. So after I have consult, then I will communicate what I think is good. So I listen, I communicate, and then when I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure about what we should be doing, then I convince. Because, because I don't like the leadership when people are saying, we're going right, follow me, and we're going left, follow me. I prefer to convince people, because when people go through the process and they understand why you want to go in that direction, therefore, they will be much more efficient because they will be convinced that's the right thing to do. And in today's world, in particular with younger people, they want to understand. They want to understand why they're doing that. What's the purpose of your company? And, and there are some very strong values now that are embedded in the thinking of people. So therefore, you have to respect that. And you have to understand that, uh, you know, dictature doesn't work anymore. Uh, and and, and you, have to, you have to make people part of a process, not victim of a process. But I imagine also getting opinions from everybody, it helps you like cover your, your blind sides, the things that you didn't see and the idea. So then collaboratively, you guys can come up with a, such an amazing idea that's going to make it, that's going to be successful. Yeah, that's correct. And also the fact that we're, you know, we're traveling in 450 cities around the world mm -hmm. in probably 60 different countries. So therefore, you cannot pretend that you know 
what's going on right now in Istanbul or what's going on in Shanghai. You have to have people uh, on the ground that you can consult, rely upon, and uh, make sure that you know what works in Montreal probably doesn't work in Shanghai. So you have to be humble when you go to Shanghai. And that's the process I like to uh, implement in order to increase our chances to win in all those different markets around the world. Right. So what, what would you say, what's your role right now on, like on a day-to-day -day basis? What do you do on a day-to-day -day basis? I think communication is very important because, uh, you know, we have more and more people. We, we made some acquisition. We made three acquisitions in the last two years. So you have to integrate people. And in order to protect your values, you have to make sure that people understand what your, what your goal is. And, and, and at the end of the day, uh, it's very special here because the end product is a show. Mm -hmm. And therefore, the contribution of creators and artists are very, very important. And, and those people, by definition, don't have any motivation about financial stuff. They're just interested about producing the best show in the world. And you have to be respectful of that. At the same time, they have to be respectful that you have to make money. Yeah. So it's this uh, healthy tension between business and, and artistic content. And my role is to ensure that this tension remain healthy. And that's what I do. So knowing that you've you said you're across over 450 countries, you have an international expansion. Uh, you know, how do, do you believe that Cirque is still the remaining Quebecois as it is, even throughout the international? Yeah, uh, two things. Uh, first of all, yes, we are, because, you know, that's the base, and, uh, and, and, and that's our, our core, we're, we're Quebecers. And, uh, and, 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 and the important thing is not only that we're Quebecers, is more importantly is that we have developed an expertise here in Montreal that is totally unique. And that's why you still have Quebecers leading the company because that's where we have developed the expertise. At the same time, we're in a world where people are talking about diversity. We're not talking about diversity in service, so we're living it. You know, you can take any given show, there's probably 50 different nationalities represented within that show. So you go to the cafeteria here, you have the feeling that you are United Nations, you know? And, and to me, that's a value, this, this diversity, the people coming from different backgrounds, different cultures, that makes Cirque du Soleil very unique. Uh, so I have a question that uh, it's not on the list, and uh, it's going to be, it's a bit of a personal question, but it's, what does money mean to you? It's, uh, it's the result of good work. I have never been driven by money. I will never be driven by money because, you know, money is boring. You know, it's what you do with money that counts. But for me, what's important is when I go to a Cirque du Soleil show and I feel great about the fact that we have pushed the boundaries of creativity, that's what drives me. And, and money is only a result of that because if you produce a great show, you have a great business. If you don't produce a good show, you have no business. And, and so that's my philosophy, is that the show comes first. And, and that's why I'm keeping the focus there. And then the business will follow. So you pursue something that you love and you're what you're passionate about and you work hard and the rest will come. That's my, that's my belief and 
so far it's it's happening but on the other end you cannot take anything for granted because if you become complacent and if you think you have succeed then you're in trouble and and that's the beginning of the end and that's why I'm fighting all the time to make sure that we're not repeating ourselves that we continue to surprise people with new new innovation new act new ways of doing things and that is very very important it comes with a lot of risk but it comes with a lot of rewards also awesome. and uh, this interview is a very short interview we're almost to the end and uh, we're at the last question is that what's one piece of advice that you wish that you would have known when you were growing up the, the reality is you know I have a background in communication and, 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 and that's where I put more of my focus but moving forward and becoming a leader of an organization uh, I would have hoped that in my early days I would have complement my communication skills with more finance understanding and more finance background because I had almost to learn the business and to learn the finance through doing it you know yeah. and, uh, and and it's important whatever you do in life because finance is so important you have to understand it and as I said earlier money is not important but you cannot build a business if you don't understand how finance works, how bankers works, how the stock exchange works, how the, 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 all the money management works. And I didn't have that background and I had to learn it while I was doing my job. And I think that's very, very important because sometimes people go to university, they have a degree, and it doesn't matter if you have a, a degree in art, you should learn about business. You know, because if one day you want to become a famous artist, you have to understand because otherwise people will screw you. And, and that's very, very important that you understand finance. I don't mean that everybody needs to have a master degree in finance, but some, I believe that everybody should have the basis of finance in order to be able, in whatever sector you work, in order to be able to understand the end product of what you're doing, which is you know, having a good business or making money. That's true. Because it's true. That's uh, it's it's very nicely said. Because it's if you understand where the money, where you can get money from, how does that work, and the and different people who who can give you that type of money, and where you can go with it, and the type of mergers you can make, you can make better informed decisions for yourself as well. And then when someone's speaking to you, at least you're gonna know. I understand this. No, it's not like this. It's like this. Right. Right. As you totally. said, so they can't really just you know stab you right in the back and just take advantage of everything. Exactly. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome and thank you for coming. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you everybody for listening to this episode of JMPS. Stay tuned for so much more to come.